Welcome to Monday Morning Coffee with Inside the Firm. Each week, our hosts will be interviewing local, regional, and national business leaders to give you an inside peek into how they lead their business to success in the ever-competitive business climate. Welcome to Monday Morning Coffee with Inside the Firm. Today, our guest is Nate Chai, and he is the Senior Director of Pro Engagement at Thumbtack.com. In this role, he leads about 65 people across three offices to foster a loyal, engaged, and informed user population. Prior to joining the Thumbtack team, Nate was the General Manager of Technologies at Allencom. During that time, Allencom was annually ranked among the top organizational performance strategy and technology agencies in the country. With a clientele consisting of many of the best-known companies across every major industry, he ran the technologies division, overseeing operations, new product development, strategy, and marketing. Nate also has his degree from Brigham Young University and currently resides in Salt Lake, in the Salt Lake City area. Nate, welcome to the show. Thank you, Lance. Good to be here. Yeah. Why don't we kick things off um, by giving our audience a little bit more background on Thumbtack, its founding, uh, and how it's grown since uh, since then, especially during the pandemic. Sure, sure thing. Yeah. So, you know, it's it it's a company that I think people have probably recently come to know if they know it, but it actually started about 10 years ago and has kind of evolved and changed shape over time. But the, the origination of the mission from the founders uh, was this sort of realization of wanting to do something big that helped sort of uh, in a service oriented way, local businesses. And there was a sense that, you know, tech was moving in and helping in many spaces, making bookings and vacations easier, um, you know, all sorts of things related to uh, other spaces. But then you walk into your coffee shop and you're still, you know, trying to find the right pro to get a job done. That's really important to you by looking at the thumbtack bulletin board there. And so that's where the name came from was actually, you know, mm. an allusion to that sort of bulletin board you might find at your local coffee shop where people are posting like, hey, need a new floor, you know, um, and and I think the insight there was just, it's too hard. Like this should be way easier than having to talk to five friends and call 20 pros and three of them get back to you and only one of them can do the job. And so that's the basic vision for where the company started. Now it's, it's gone through a lot of iterations to its current point, but you know, now I think we're at a place where we're helping uh, get millions of jobs done for hundreds of, with hundreds of thousands of pros across the country, country every year. Um, and that's sort of centered on our mission, which is to help everybody get life's work done with joy and purpose. So there's an element of that service mentality that's still built into the way we, we run the business. But at its core, we're tech trying to help people get those bothersome jobs done on that to-do list with the lowest effort and the highest return possible. Yeah, that beautiful. I love the uh, the thumbtack origination story as it relates to the thumbtack board. That really yeah. feels like this connection between the what they're maybe what they're trying to bridge, tech and reality. So that was beautiful. Um, how have you guys grown since the pandemic? I got to imagine that things have surged for uh, the amount of people maybe joining the platform, engaging with the platform as we yeah. continue to move digital. Yeah, like so many, it's been a wild ride for the last year. And it's funny, just yesterday, uh, we saw somebody had posted on a channel that we use to monitor our year-over-year revenue. 
hey, last year, um, yesterday was the first mention we had of COVID in our, our official revenue tracking channels. Of course, we were talking about it in other places, but that was the first place it showed up. I don't remember the comment exactly, but it was something like, um, Continue, things look normal, you know, for the most part. We're seeing a little blip in the Seattle area. We'll continue to monitor. Hopefully it doesn't spread from there. Yeah. <laughs> Feels like famous last words looking back on that now. But our story, I think, like many others, was, you know, initially nobody had a sense of where this was going or where the floor was. And, and as it started to spread and things went into lockdown, uh, we did see a major impact on the services industry, and, and that directly impacted our business. So as we moved toward April of last year, there was a sharp decline. And the scary part was nobody knows where that floor is or how you know sustained that will be. Uh, so we did have to make some changes um, in the company that were hard, and we moved through that. That said, the sort of incredible thing that nobody could have predicted at the time is we had already adjusted now our plans for the year and reset forecasts and so forth was that our volume we started to see come back up as we moved through April in an amazing way. And by May of last year, we were actually starting to see strong growth in many markets. Now there were some like New York area that were still dramatically impacted, but in many places, things started to bounce up. Um, could have been related to some of the work that people were starting to do in their homes because everybody's in their homes. There are various hypotheses. But so, you know, in many senses, we felt super lucky and fortunate that we had this product that showed it was dynamic and could come back up very quickly after this initial hit in a way that surprised us. We saw strong growth through the rest of the year with one exception. And that was in some of our categories where, uh, you know, that are event focused, as you'd expect, uh, wedding planners, um, caterers, things like that have remained hard hit. And that that's, there are some tough stories in that industry and we can continue to see, you know, slowdowns. Hopefully as we move through this year, that starts to come back in a big way, but we've seen good solid growth since about April, May of last year. Yeah, that's great. Well, people like me are thankful for services like Thumbtack because I think with, for us, it didn't skip a beat. And, you know, full disclosure to the audience is, as many of the listeners know, we have been avid users of Thumbtack for a very long time. I'm a strong advocate for it as a lead generating service for us. It's worked well for us. We've sort of figured out how it can. Um, some things that where, where maybe it doesn't fill a, fill a gap for us. And, and as an early adopter, you know, I did, we, again, we didn't feel like we, we skipped a beat. So I really hope that that played out for, for other folks too. Uh, on that note, and some of our audience, um, there's a lot of, we have a lot of architects, designers, creative, sure. creative folks here who are who have sometimes been skeptical about yeah. a lead service like Thumbtack, um, because it's for our, for artists it's hard to separate business and art and you know there I've always been an advocate of it that it should be a, a balance but why should why do you, what, if you could give a pitch why should they give Thumbtack a shot if they're skeptical? Yeah, totally get the skepticism and and uh, you know it's an investment for sure. Stepping into the dark here a little bit with the new technology can be scary. I think. At the highest level, for somebody just thinking about it, um, you sort of have to start with what you want to offload. And I think part of our our value proposition to you know somebody like you described mm-hmm. is, hey, most of you probably want to focus on what you do best and where you get the most ROI. And typically, for people in that space, that's the creative work, that's the you know hands-on work, um, the lead generation, the marketing stuff. 
is often kind of noise that gets pushed to the weekends or to the late nights and so forth. So a big part of what we're trying to do is say, hey, we can take that part. We've got a huge customer base that's consistently looking for, job, for, pro, for great pros. Um, and what we'll try to do is, you know, you go into the system, tell us what are the types of jobs you always want. We have a fairly sophisticated targeting system, so you can kind of set how you want your profile to be shown to customers, which jobs you want to show up for, which you don't, what sizes, set a weekly budget so you feel safe, you know, and have the right controls. And then on the other side, as customers come in and, you know, let's say you are an architect that focuses on residential remodels or something like that, um, we can then take customers in your area who are looking specifically for that, match those to your targeting preferences and show your business. And then basically what we do is we charge when the customer picks you. Um, so, you know, that's not a guarantee in all cases that, uh, you know, the job is yours, there's still work to be done, but our job is to facilitate that great, easy first handshake where then you can take over and run from there. Um, so at the core level, that's sort of our value prop is let us take on all of that work of finding the right customers and making that great match so that you can focus on what you do best for your business and getting that work done. Yeah. What do you think then separates Thumbtack from, other, from some of the other big, big name lead generators um, in, in specifics? Because that's what's kind of bringing me to this question. Because sure. you talked about once a customer picks you, then you pay for the lead versus right. maybe sort of blanket advertising. Yeah, there are a couple of things I would highlight. One is we believe in customer choice quite strongly. Um, and so we want that customer to be able to go in, look through, and we allow you to create a virtual storefront for your business. But the great businesses will stand out. They'll have great reviews, they'll have great media, testimonials, et cetera. Those will attract customers and in greater numbers, customers will choose those. So that's the first part of the experience is, is we want the customer to be able to choose and get excited about, especially something like a high-end design project. You know, they're gonna want the right pro. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where it starts. We give them that customer choice. The second piece is, you know, I think a lot of customers tend to be hesitant about giving out their information on a project to certain lead sites because they know they're gonna immediately get bombarded by 10 calls from 10 different pros, you know, who all wanna compete for that job. And so control is an element of this as well. What we try to do is create great matches right from the start through that technology and the targeting settings that pros give us such that the customer can then say, you know, dear pro, here's the specifications for my job through the in-product messaging tool that we have. And then they can control when they give out their phone number to the pros that they actually picked versus, you know, a rush from 20 pros to all call them and start selling them. So they control that interaction um, I think from the pro side of that equation, a big part of that is that ability to target and know that they're showing up for only the customers that are searching for those jobs. Now, of course, again, they still have work to do. It's not a guarantee, but we're increasingly adding things like instant booking where, pro, where a customer can just go in, find the pro and know, hey, I need a house cleaner Friday that can do this type of job. I'm just going to book you right now. Um, and we cut out that sort of exchange as well. But I think that's where it starts. Customer choice, making sure we facilitate that through technology and that the customer feels safe and can control that interaction such that they never feel like, you know, oh my gosh, now I'm overwhelmed. Um, the one last thing I'll say here is often you'll want two or three bids for a project. And one of the most frustrating parts of booking a job can be, you know, calling five different pros and trying to give them the same information over and over again. It's a three bedroom house. I want two of them painted. I want wainscoting. I want, you know, that sort of thing. Um, 
So what we help do is get that information once and then allow you with a click or two to share that with a couple of different pros that you've chosen to then, you know, simplify that process for you such that you're not on the phone talking to five different people who may or may not answer, et cetera. Um, so I think that's, that's kind of the core of the experience we're trying to create. Yeah. Yeah. And everything, everything that Nate is saying is hundred percent true. It's um, I really, I really, I, as somebody who has actually set up a Google ads account and use AdWords versus seeing how you can target on Thumbtack. Um, what I would say is, is my, my experience is that it's, it's much more user-friendly and the graphic interface is much more intuitive. You can, you can, you can um, target down to like the city and then a radius or like a certain county. It's really interesting how you, how you can go concentrate on that you know, because maybe you get end up with enough work in one city and you're like, honestly, it's happened. And then you say, yeah. okay, now I want to expand over to this area. I mean, it really, that, so the user interface, not only for the customers there, but also the provider. Um, let's say somebody listens to this episode and they join Thumbtack today yeah. uh, or tomorrow. Um, does, what does Thumbtack do for new professionals that join and try, try to help them professional? Is there coaching material? How are you guys trying to help them leverage as much as they can? Yeah, that, that new pro experience, I think, is critical. Um, I'm glad you asked. So there are a couple of things. One is uh, to help with the setup. There is an initial investment in time and understanding and making sure you're getting it right. The last thing you want to do is target the wrong jobs. Uh, so we, we do have a sales team that will reach out and connect with, with new pros, help with some packages that can potentially give you, you know, a nice incentive to get started, and then pair you with one of our expert success coaches who can then go through your account, help make sure you're set up correctly. They'll spend an hour or two with, with folks and uh, really deep dive their account. Now, you don't have to take that route. You can also self-serve, and we have a lot of digital materials to, to help pros get set up. Um, the advice I would give to a new pro in the self-serve model, if that's where they want to go, is kind of start narrow, get a feel for the platform, You know, maybe set a budget that you feel comfortable with so you can, get it, you can understand how it works, and then do a couple of things to help yourself. One is, you know, do some searches to understand how that customer is going to experience Thumbtack so that you'll see how you show up for them. And that will help you realize, hey, that profile picture that you share is going to be really important to creating a first impression. The media and reviews you add are obviously critical. And then the third thing that gets unstated, but I think we see over and over again is so important, especially as new pros are trying to get, their, get started here, is be fast. There is such a huge advantage for the first mover when a customer reaches out. So you'll get that lead and it'll say, customer Joe is looking for you or a pro like you. You sit on that for four hours versus get back to that in 10 minutes. The odds that you get to a conversation and eventually a hire with that customer are so much higher the faster you are. So that's the, that's the one thing I would have. And that's true, of course, universally, not just for us. But um, that's the way we try to do it. And I think it starts with just taking the time to get to know the platform and, and, and target and then kind of expand and grow from there. Yeah, look at your competition. What a fundamental rule of thumb, I think, with any business owner, any, any, any person who's putting out a new product or new service, look at your competitors, see what they're doing, how do you stack up, and then uh, timely and efficient uh, getting back to people on leads current customers, all of that. For that, I would recommend getting that, the Thumbtack app. I think that was probably a pretty big Absolutely. step in the evolution of your guys' company. I remember, I distinctly remember getting the app. And at that point, then maybe I'm on a, on a fishing trip with my dad in Brazil or something, and I can instantly reply back to people in the States. So, yeah. you know, leveraging 
um, your ability to kind of conduct sales leads in businesses anywhere has been, has been phenomenal. Um, so is there any other topics that maybe we haven't talked about, about how Thumbtack can, you know, is fostering growth for small and local businesses, um, you know, with examples kind of like I've just given. Yeah. So there are a couple of exciting things I think coming down the line. One is, is we're increasingly investing in uh, instant book and instant console. And so, you know, of course there are some jobs that you can't instant book because they're complex, they need scoping and so forth. But essentially our aspiration in both types of jobs is to get more and more to jobs, not leads for pros. The more we can do that, the more I think there's a win-win for, for both sides of that equation. So you see a lot of things, exciting things coming from us there. We continue to refine our targeting uh, and customer experience so that we can create those matches. I think that's the core of our technology. Um, when we can create those virtual handshakes that align perfectly with the customer's expectations and the pro's expertise. Um, so those are some of the, uh, the, the major things that we're working on. On the pro side, we're, we're exploring some interesting service options to just help pros get faster, um, be more responsive, especially because often the busiest or the best pros are the busiest pros. And so there can be this kind of balance here. If you're getting a lot of leads, you're also very busy on jobs. How do we help you make those connections consistently with customers as you're managing these workflows? And so um, we're looking at new services and opportunities to help our best pros, you know, consistently engage with customers, even if they're busy. So those will be some of the things you'll, you'll be seeing coming down the line from us. Yeah. The instant new, the instant book feature is, is really cool. Uh, so, and correct me if I'm wrong with the way I describe it. And the way I've used it so far is you basically, you, you, you have a calendar in your, in your Thumbtack app or, or online, and you, you say when you're available to do certain things, maybe here's my consultation charge. That's just my example. And then people can instantly book you because you've already pre-calculated in your calendar, uh, when you're available to do certain things. And it's, it's really neat. It, it does make that instant handshake sort of happen. Right. Yeah, exactly right. And, you know, best case scenario, we hopefully, is we fine tune that and get that better and better, we can get just more and more jobs where, you know, you've kind of set your prices, the jobs you want, and you're just seeing those show up on your calendar when you, you when you want work. Yeah, I love it. People, time is money, right? So if you're saving time on that initial conversation, you guys are just right there, you're, you're good to go. You know, I've met a lot of people, uh, potential clients and clients that we've done the job for, we've gotten a good review for them where, they're kind of sold uh, at a certain point. So really yeah. a lot of that depends on the, how much effort you're putting into your profile. If you have a sort of an intro video, if you, they really explain your process. I mean, all the tools are, are really there for people. They just have to leverage them. Um, is, there any, is there any advice that you can give to small businesses looking to boost momentum as we come up on the one-year mark of COVID? I mean, it's, we're recording this on March 4th. I think everybody agrees right around the 15th last year. So we're kind of all. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's incredible to think back. What a year. Um, yeah, there are a couple of things that come to mind. Um, you know, this probably won't surprise anybody, but I think this year especially has uh, forced moves to digital first. Um, and so I think increasingly pros uh, who may have relied on more traditional means will have to think about digital. And I don't just mean that, you know, in terms of like, okay, get on Thumbtack, but I just generally speaking, more and more business is gonna happen that way. And we hope we can be a part of that equation, but thinking about your digital presence, your digital storefront is important. And you highlighted some of those basics. It's like, how do I show up? What's my, what, what is that virtual storefront looking like? Do I have great media? Do I have great customer stories? I think that's a big part of it. 
Um, I highlighted one already, which is, I think, the simplest one, and that's just be fast. Um, there is such a big difference in our data between that first mover, if they can get in in that 30-minute window versus that four to eight to 24-hour window. It makes a huge difference in your likelihood of winning that job. And, and the third thing I would say is most pros that I talk to uh, feel very confident when they can chat with a customer directly that, hey, they can win that job, they can scope it appropriately and so forth. But increasingly, some of those interactions are going to happen via text or messaging platforms like ours as people continue the digital habits they've built over the last year. And so what I have seen is that there is a big difference in the skill set of some pros in terms of their ability to use text and messaging to create a positive first impression. And as an extreme example, you might see a customer who's super excited. Let's say they've got a kitchen remodel, you know, and they're, they're stoked. They're like, oh, I got to find the perfect pro for this. They reach out and they get a text response back that says, um, what's your square footage or what's your phone number? Um, you know, those kind of lead-ins, I think, right, you get where the pro's coming from. They're trying to be fast and efficient, but customers need reassurance, especially as we move toward these text messages. So spend some time honing your digital skill set, mm-hmm. making sure those first messages, they make a first impression. You know, how are you coming across that customer? Are you taking time to be polite? Are you kind of giving background to give them comfort that you're a great responsive pro from the start? I see a lot of mistakes made there in those first initial digital interactions where I think a lot of service professionals can get much better at creating that first virtual message set to, to, to establish a first, uh, a good first impression and build trust from the start. Yeah. And it is a hundred percent different skill set, I think, than picking up the phone and, and getting a cold, cold call that way or cold calling somebody. Absolutely. So my advice would be to experiment, see what works out best for you. I think it varies um, region to region too. I mean, East Coast folks are a different are used to sort of East Coast attitudes, right? West Coast, same thing. Yep. Mid Midwest, all of that. So, uh, what Nate is saying is, is correct, but don't be afraid to to experiment. That's what's worked for us. Is and know that well, it might cost you a little bit of money, but that you can't make money unless you spend money. Um, but you, you'll hone in on it for sure. Um, how do you? So I I understand. I, how do you leverage your skills? Um, I think do you teach at the university? when you're, or, or if you, did you do it before? And, and then how did you, how do you leverage those skills working with people like me, small business professionals, entrepreneurs? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a great question. Not something I get to talk about a lot, but I did. I started uh, my professional life uh, at the university level teaching. It was focused on media and rhetoric and, you know, communication and so forth. And um, really enjoyed it. Always loved the classroom eventually got enticed away um, to do some other things with my own small business and then, you know, kind of joining a small consulting team that uh, worked on for several years. But I still find myself thinking back on that. Hey, I'd love to go back and, you know, at some point in my career, be able to teach again, because I find that really valuable. But the main thing to your question is, you know, that communication skill set, um, thinking about the way arguments are received. It's a core part of how we win business. Uh, And I don't mean we as in Thumbtack, I mean we as like small businesses convincing customers we're the right professional for the job. So I find myself going back to many of those lessons uh, often, how we communicate with one another, the impressions we create, why people create trust in certain assets, but not others. Um, so that was sort of the core of where I started. And, and uh, I think it's helped me over time, even as I've moved farther and farther away from that to focus on things like operation and some marketing elements and so forth. Beautiful. Uh, more, more on the topic of you. 
knowing what you know now in your current position at Thumbtack, and if, if you could go back in time when you first started, what is one piece of advice you would give yourself? Oh boy. Yeah. You know, I think, I think the thing I've learned and I've never been somebody who knew, Hey, in five years, I want to be at point X, you know, and had that like detailed career map. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Things sort of happened and I tried to take advantage, but the piece of advice I would share and have tried to share with my kids now as they're getting older and, you know, starting into college and so forth is just to be great where you are. Um, I think oftentimes we get ahead of ourselves and we look at like, man, when I get to that point, that's when I'm really going to turn on the engines and go. And what I've seen over my career is the people who start by being great with what they have right in front of them, the doors open and they just keep going. It's maybe a little bit cliche, but I found that to be a, something I think, think on often, um, you know, where you are, be good at that. Good things happen. Yeah. I think uh, that is a great piece of advice. The way I would sum it up is that just being present and enjoying presence. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think in this digital age, it's real easy for us to get ahead of, of ourselves um, and so, you know, kind of getting back to centering yourself is, is huge in professional and personal matters all day long, for sure. Uh, Nate, this has been um, one of my favorite interviews so far. I really appreciate Thumbtack and, and you taking the time out of your guys' day to uh, come on the show. Um, where can people find and follow you and the Thumbtack team um, if, if they're interested? Yeah, I'm so glad, Lance, and thanks for inviting me. Um, I, you know, I, I'm really enthusiastic about where Thumbtack is headed. And uh, a huge fan. I love working with small businesses. It's a part of what attracted me to Thumbtack in the first place. So um, you can definitely hit our website. We have a, a blog that's fairly active that people can follow, company news. Um, I'm certainly on LinkedIn and other places. I'm not always the most active on other social media, so something I can do better at. But I think if people start and are interested in Thumbtack, you know, kind of following us there um, and on some of our social media accounts would be a great place to just stay up to date on what's going on. Beautiful. Well, thanks again for being on the show, Nate. Awesome. Thank you, Lance. Great to meet you. 